kids podcast. <laughs> you can go slow. A kids podcast about. Hey, listeners, thanks for finding this episode. We believe in the power of conversations and knowing that kids like you are ready to talk about the big things going on in their world. If you like this episode, please consider liking or reviewing the show through whatever app you're using to listen right now. That helps others discover this podcast, and that helps make sure this show is reaching the ears that need to hear it most. Thanks. adventure. Camp is in your living room. Camp is in your car on the way to the store. Camp is under your blanket fort. Camp is everywhere. And Camp Adventure is for everyone, no matter where in the world you are. And Camp Counselors Ben and Hannah are ready to welcome you. It's week number eight at camp, and this week we're going to hear a story about climbing trees, and danger, and adventure, and also about finding someplace special. I'm Camp Counselor Ari, and I'm so glad to be here at camp with you every week. It's a beautiful day at Camp Adventure, so let's say hello to the very courageous Counselor Ben to kick things off. All right, campers. As you know, we have arrived at camp week number eight. Thank you, Ari, for all of your help so far, and thank you, campers, for continuing this great adventure with all of us here at Camp Adventure. It's pretty cool, isn't it? What an adventure. I gotta say, the topic of conversation today, including our story, I could not have told this story on week number one, or two, or week three either, because today's story is for adventure campers who have already been camping with us on this summer camp. And if this is you just now joining for the very first time, that is totally okay. Feel welcome to continue listening, but be warned. You might want to go back and hear the other stories about making nature journals. Uh, That was week five. Or about taking a fish for a walk underwater. That was during week six. I do recommend listening to a few of the earlier ones before this one, because this one is going to get dangerous. I'm going to take you to a place where we need to have courage, and it's going to be an adventure story about going up, 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 leaving the ground and getting high in the air, up into the skies, and our weekly challenge is going to take you to a whole new level. (laughs) Whoa, I can't wait, but we have to wait because first... We have to get grounded in goodness. We have to welcome our friend, Hannah Glaver, who comes every week with the musicianship that makes camps like this totally wonderful. I know that she's got me singing every week. I'm singing the camp songs when nobody's asking me to. How about you? Put your hand in the air if you find yourself once in a while singing the camp songs. Adventure, adventure. Oh, it's so good. And I know that our camp adventure campers are singing along. So please welcome with me a girl who never, ever mixes peanuts with gum. The very first woman on planet Earth 
to ever lead camp adventure songs, the great and the knowledgeable, the one and the only, Hannah, my friend, Glaver. Here she is. Thanks, Counselor Ben. I just love this time with you all, chewing gum and eating peanuts and sharing adventure songs. It's just beautiful. Well, all right, let's get to it. Every week, we sing the same song together, and it's like a team cheer. So if you know it, I want you to sing it nice and loud. You know, I like to think of all the ways that you campers adventure. Maybe you like to hike, or maybe you ride a scooter, or make paper airplanes. It's just about trying something new and adventuring, just a little farther than we have before. Climbed a treetop or explored in a canoe Or asked what if I climbed up higher or I paddled to Peru So much wonder all around us, so much life to be explored When you fight to find the good You will discover hope restored Adventure We venture Excellent job, everyone. Maybe if you sing loud enough, I can hear you all the way in Portland, Oregon. Man, I just love knowing that you campers are singing along with campers all over the place. You get to hear me singing each week, and I can't wait to hear you too. I already love all of the pictures and videos that everybody's been sending in. So don't forget to send in your videos or sound recordings or photos so we can all share in each other's adventures. Speaking of sending in adventures... It is finally that time, the time where we get to hear from you, the campers. Are you ready? All right, drum roll, please. It's time for Mailbag. Hi, everyone. I'm Camp Counselor Jen, and I'm here with the Mailbag. It's where I keep all the mail we receive from our campers. We've been in camp since summer began, and if you've been with us each week, that's a full two months. At this point at camp, some of us are feeling a little bit homesick. That's when you have the overwhelming feeling of missing home, missing your family, your bed, your things. It's usually when we kick up the excitement and teamwork at camp to remind our campers of the great company we share together each and every day. Of course, you're listening to Camp Adventure in your own space. That means you're probably already around your family and your room and your things. But what about the folks you're not near? Extended family, classmates, friends that maybe moved to a new place over the summer. We love getting your mail here at Camp Adventure, but it's also nice to send messages to others to let them know you're thinking about them. So today, our mailbag is a little different. Today, I'd love to encourage each of you to send a message to someone else. Let them know how your summer is going. Let them know some of your favorite things that have happened so far. Tell them about Camp Adventure if you'd like and Camp Counselor Ben's flaming marshmallows. Of course, you're always welcome to write us and share at listen 
at a kid's podcast about.com or on social media using hashtag AKBA summer. Thanks for being with us, campers. I love and look forward to our time together each week. Enjoy the rest of your day. Hi, campers. It's Camp Counselor Emma again. I hope you all have been enjoying your time at Camp Adventure this summer. I can't believe how many things we've done already, and I'm so excited for every other adventure that's still headed our way. Thanks for joining me for today's poetry segment. Last time I was here, I shared a beautiful poem called Firefly by the very talented writer Jacqueline Woodson. What did you all think of it? We also talked about how listening to words can make us feel certain things, as well as create amazing pictures in our minds. When I read Jacqueline Woodson's words, I feel calm. How about you? How did the words of Firefly make you feel? I'm so excited to share a new poem with you today. This poem is very fun, and it's all about the magic power of books. One of my favorite things about books is how they take my mind to a totally different place, all from the comfort of my own home. Exploring a magical forest, meeting new people and interesting creatures, being able to fly, run super fast, or exert extreme super strength. Reading can take you anywhere, and you can become anything. Have you ever read a great book, comic, magazine, or anything else that made you feel like that? I always love getting new book recommendations, so please share those with me. Okay, I can't wait to dive in today's poem, Don't Go Into the Library, by Alberto Rios. After everything I just said about reading, you're probably thinking, what? Don't go into the library? That doesn't make sense. But just you wait. Like with last time, I want everyone to get comfortable and ready to listen. Deep breath in and deep breath out. Here we go. Don't Go Into the Library by Alberto Rios. The library is dangerous. Don't go in. If you do, you know what will happen. It's like a pet store or a bakery. Every single time you'll come out of there holding something in your arms. Those novels with their big eyes and those no-nonsense, all-muscle greyhounds and dobermans, all nonfiction and business, cuddly when they're young, but then the first page is turned. The donut scent of it all, knowledge. The aroma of coffee being made in all those books. Something for everyone. The deli offerings of civilization itself. The library is the book of books. It's concrete and wood and glass covers, keeping within them the very big, very long story of everything. The library is dangerous, full of answers. If you go inside, you may not come out the same person who went in. Sneaky poem, huh? I hope you read something wonderful this summer that takes your brain to a new and different place. And if you do, I'd love to hear about it. Enjoy the rest of your day at camp, and I'll see you next time. Hi, campers. I'm Camp Counselor Amy, and I'm back once more with a songbird call for you to learn, practice, and try to spot in the wild. I've shared bird song calls for the American goldfinch, potato chip, 
potato chip. And for the black cap chickadee, chickadee dee 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 dee, chickadee dee 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 dee. I teach general music at an elementary school, and we'll be back with the students before we know it. Actually, when I teach our bird song unit with students, I sing the song calls to the students, and they sing them back. But we also learn to play them on the recorder. If you have a recorder at home, you can see if you can figure out these bird calls yourself. There are so many bird song calls to learn, and just maybe if you play them outside, you might hear your local birds calling back to you. Today, I want to share a bird song call my students love to play on the recorder: the Northern Cardinal. We see northern cardinals a lot where I live in Maryland. Cardinals can be found in all of the eastern United States, and the northern cardinal holds the special place of being the state bird in the most states, more than any other bird. Illinois, Indiana, Kentucky, North Carolina, Ohio, Virginia, and West Virginia each. Recognize the northern cardinal as their official state bird. Now that is something to cheer about. In fact, when you see this bright red bird, you can give it a cheer, and it might just cheer you back. Their song sounds like this: cheer, cheer. Here, let's listen together. Let's cheer together! Cheer, cheer! Yes, and campers, I am cheering for you. Thank you for exploring nature with me. I hope you'll take a moment to notice if any birds are singing next time you go outside, and I wonder what you'll hear them say. Goodbye, campers. All right, campers. After this break, we're going to hear a story from Camp Counselor Ben, and I promise you won't want to miss it. Hey, grown-ups! With over a hundred different titles in our kids' book about series, it may be hard to figure out where to start. Allow me to make a suggestion. There is perhaps no greater feeling, nothing more life-giving or secure, than to know you belong. No matter where you are, what you're experiencing, or who you're around, without that feeling of belonging, it's hard to concentrate on anything else. We can help our kids know what it feels like to belong, and what it takes to help others feel like they belong around us. When you do belong, you—it's very, very evident, right? Because. I like to say your heart smiles and your brain is tickled. That's Kevin Carroll, author of a kids' book about belonging. Check out our Kevin talks about belonging episode of a kids' book about the podcast. Listen together with the kiddos in your life, and when you're ready, visit akidsco.com for more great books and podcasts made to empower kids. Okay, we're back, and it's story time. Are you excited? Me too. So, let's get ready for this week's story. 
before we get cozy, let's do a dance break together. Move your body around in whatever way feels right to you. Ugh. All right, now, in just a sec, let's hit pause and get in this week's perfect listening spot. Three, two, one, go. Where do you pick? This week, I'm a little toasty, so I'm listening on my porch with a nice popsicle. Wherever you go, get comfy. Are you ready, Counselor Ben? Thank you, Ari, and yes, I am as ready as I'll ever be, I think. Ready as I usually am. I always am, really. I'm ready for story time. I love stories. You guys know I love stories. And this week's story is Next Level. It's a story that takes us up off the dirt, up from the ground, up into the sky. It's a story called The Peaceful Treehouse. Now, our story starts in the living room of the little gray house, the one that I've talked about many times now on West Chestnut Street, across from the Fox River in Burlington, Wisconsin. And I was just a tiny little baby boy, not even two years old. I was still wearing my diapers. And my mom came into the living room and she screamed, <gasps> Ben! How did you get up there? I wasn't even able to walk yet, but somehow I had learned how to climb. And I climbed all the way up a big brown recliner chair, and then I climbed up to backrest, and I was sitting on the top of the recliner chair way up off the ground, and I was just a little old climbing baby. That's where I started. And then I grew up, and that was good, because the taller you are, you, get, you kids might know this already, you campers, the taller you are, the more stuff you can climb. You climbing campers, you know exactly what I mean. So in kindergarten and in first grade, I practiced climbing every single recess on the monkey bars out on the playground. Loved it. By the time I was in fifth and sixth grade, I could climb the big chestnut tree down the street. I think that's why it was called West Chestnut Street, because of this big chestnut tree. And... I could climb all kinds of trees in the park. Everywhere I went, I was looking for a good climbing tree. I loved climbing. Well, then we moved to Tennessee. Remember on week one, I told you that story from, from when we moved down there? When we lived there, I could climb peach trees, and there was a huge pecan tree that I climbed. I was getting even taller at that point. And then, when I was 14 years old... I started one of the greatest building and climbing adventures of my entire life. Not kidding. Now, I'm not sure what it's like in your house right now. I know that all of our houses are very, very different, and some of us live in more than one house. We live in apartments and condos and some in houses, some in trailers or even campers. Here in Portland, some of our neighbors live on the Columbia River on floating houseboats. <laughs> yeah, I think I might actually like living on a boat one day. That sounds fun. So we all live in different kinds of houses, for sure. But we also have different kinds of homes. And some of our homes are gentle and very kind. And some of our homes are loud and very scary. And some are a mix of both. Sometimes they're loud and scary and sometimes gentle and kind. My home, when I was growing up, was almost always the loud and scary kind. 
and I think that's why I liked building forts so much. When I built a fort outside of the house, I could go and hide in it, and it helped me to feel safe. And I think that that's why I liked playing outside so much. Outside, it's always quieter, and it's always more gentle and peaceful. And when I grew tall enough to climb up into trees, I discovered a new and peaceful world. Up, up, up off the ground in a tree. This, my fellow campers, is a wonderful place. The first tree that I remember climbing was a cedar tree. I was only about five years old, and it was kind of like a ladder. The branches were nice and close together, so it was very easy to climb, and I went up, up, up off the ground, and I watched the earth disappear beneath me, and I wanted to go higher and higher, and I climbed higher than the roof on our house on West Chestnut Street, and our neighbors, they were called the Applebee's, I was even higher than their roof, and my heart felt free and happy, and then on the way down, I was not being very careful, and I grabbed onto a dead branch. Now, if you've ever been climbing a tree, you know, do not trust a dead branch. <laughs> they almost always break on you, and that is exactly what happened. Snap, pow, crash, crunch, snap again. I bounced falling down from one branch to the other, tumbling into a heap on the ground, and crack, I, I broke my arm. Oh my goodness, my friends, it hurt like crazy. But we went to the doctor and I got a cast on my arm and it healed up eventually. And as soon as it did, I returned to tree climbing because I loved climbing trees. However, having fallen down and broken my arm, I got a lot smarter about it. Now, when I was 14 years old, my good friend Adam McCarthy, he said to me one day, hey, Ben, Let's go check out my grandma's woods. She's got some sweet trees over there. So we rode our bikes over to the other side of town where Adam's grandma lived. And behold, the greatest, most majestic black walnut tree that any kid has ever seen. Hey, you want to build a tree house up there? He asked. All I could do was nod slowly up and down, like in slow motion, like, oh, yeah, you know I do. It was like we had found a pirate's chest full of golden treasure. I mean, this tree was glorious. The trunk shot up from the ground perfectly straight. The branches would be perfect for building things on. And so Adam and I got our ropes and we climbed up as high as we could go. There were leaves hanging all around us. And a squirrel ran right past us on the branches, squawking. You know, squirrels get kind of angry sometimes. It was like he was saying, you're in my yard. You don't belong here. He was a mad squirrel. But we were not mad. We were very happy. This was going to be the perfect treehouse. We gathered our tools, our saws, our hammers, our nails. We grabbed a ladder and we went to work. Now, when you're building a treehouse, the hardest part is the first deck or platform. Once you've got that done, then you've got something nice and solid that you can stand or sit on. Our first deck was complete. Now, Adam, my friend, was terrified of heights, so he was always clinging on to the trunk of the tree uh, pretty tightly. And I was a little bit careless, which is 
you know, how I broke my arm, which I already told you. So I was standing there with my arms in the air singing, yeah, the first level is done. It was so much fun. Well, then after we got our first level done, we gathered more wood from scrap piles around the town. We built another level above that. And then above that, we built another one. Campers, we worked on this treehouse every single time that we could for an entire year. Then a whole nother year. By the time we were 16 years old, the treehouse had six floors to it. We started when I was 14 and kept building it till I was 16, and it was huge. The roof over the top of it was triangular, shaped just like a pyramid. We made pulley systems to lift heavy things up into the treehouse. Things like a couch. It's true. I had a full-size couch. In fact, we lifted three couches up into our treehouse, one for different levels. And we had a big recliner chair. And we had a coffee table. It was like a living room in the top of a tree. Then we created this small little home, and I had a grill, and we could grill hot dogs and hamburgers up there. And guess what? I think that out of everywhere I've ever been in my life, being in the top of that walnut tree in our treehouse was the most peaceful place I had ever been. Nothing loud or scary. We were safe up there in the top of that tree. And when the wind was blowing, the whole house would sway gently back and forth. And sometimes birds would come and land right in front of you, wondering what kind of bird you were, I think. I kept a little box up there filled with adventure snacks. You know, gotta have good adventure snacks if you're on adventures. Some days I would sway in the breeze and read books. Other days, my friend Adam would hang out and we would just talk as friends all afternoon about all kinds of things. The treehouse was my safe place. It was my happy place. And for me, it was really just about getting up, up, up off the ground for a little while and seeing the world from a totally different angle. Sounds a little silly, doesn't it? I know, but it wasn't silly to me. And if you've ever climbed up into the top of a tree, you probably know what I mean. There's something about being up next to the birds, up where the breeze feels different on your skin. A moment to go up off the ground and breathe for a moment of peace. Moments of peace are pretty good, aren't they, my friends? They are. And I know that your grown-ups are having to go through some very hard stuff while you are growing up. They're people, just like me. And you're a people, which means you have to go through some hard stuff too. That's just how life works sometimes. And life can be very loud and very scary, even while it can also be gentle and kind sometimes. But I've learned that the loud and scary times do not last forever. The gentle and kind times do come, sometimes in very big ways, and sometimes you have to climb up, up, up off the ground for a minute or two to take a deep and peaceful breath. Well, you know what happened to my treehouse? Adam and I continued adding new levels and new furniture until one day a huge storm came and it blew the entire tree down. I went to it and I sat on the trunk and I cried with tears in my eyes. 
That was the best fort I had ever built, the best treehouse. It was my home. Even today, as I tell you the story, I miss that old treehouse. But you don't need a treehouse to climb trees. I know that for sure. Even today, you might not believe this, but it is true, I still climb trees. <laughs> and I tell you more about that when I explain our weekly challenge, which is coming up next. So guess what it might be? You know what it is? Hang on for a second. I'll be right back with our weekly challenge. And it has to do with climbing trees. my campers this week's challenge is going to be one of the most challenging challenges as far as challenging weekly challenges go you know what i mean <laughs> well it's going to be one of the funnest ones that we've ever done too so you're going to have to go outside for this weekly challenge and i want to remind you right away you have to get your grown-ups and ask them to be with you uh, for this whole challenge it is that kind of challenge you're going to have to find something to climb. And I'm going to recommend that you climb an actual tree. Now, I know that if you live out in the desert or maybe in North Dakota, where there are not very many trees, or out on the wide open plains, you might not actually have any good climbing trees around. That's okay. If you live somewhere without good climbing trees, don't worry about it. There's got to be a good playground nearby or maybe the biggest set of stairs that you can find. The goal, whether you have a tree or not, is to get up, up, up off the ground somehow. Many of you, however, will be able to find a good tree. So look for trees with branches that are close together and not too huge. I always found it quite difficult to hold on to the huge branches when I was a kid. And I do not recommend using a ladder to get into the tree. My dad always told me to only climb trees when I could reach the branches on my own. And that has been a very good rule for me. So somewhere in your yard or maybe at the playground or out in the woods, maybe at school, wherever you can find a tree, this week's challenge is to climb it. Get outside and climb a tree, okay? Now, I know that some campers can't climb trees. We've already said you might live in a place where there aren't any trees. And some of us can't climb trees at all, or we just don't want to. And I want you to know that is totally okay. Instead, if you don't want to climb a tree, or if you cannot climb a tree... Get your crayons out or your colored pencils and please draw a picture of a treehouse. Now, it can be a treehouse like the one I described during story time. You could try to draw it the way you imagine it. Or even better, you can imagine your own treehouse and draw it just like you would want it to be. I'd actually be very interested in your treehouse drawings. I'd love to see them. And maybe we should actually just add that to the challenge. Okay, instead of just climbing a tree, do this too. Draw a cool treehouse, and if you can get outside with your grown-ups and climb a real tree, then yes, do that. Okay, that's the challenge. I want you to draw a treehouse, and if you're allowed to and if you're able to climb a tree, do that as well. And remember, please, do not do this on your own. And do not trust a dead branch. <laughs> they almost always break on you. And do not climb the trees that you're not supposed to. 
There's some places like schools and around buildings that have rules about no tree climbing. So just make sure you're not breaking rules. Make sure it's cool that you're climbing on the tree you are. And then just get up, up, up off the ground to where you can see down to the earth in a different way. And when you're up there in the tree, take a deep breath. Feel the air come right into your lungs and enjoy a moment of peace. Oh, and because your grown-up will be there with you, just have them snap a picture of you up there in the tree. I'd love to see the different kinds of trees that you find, and I can't wait to see you up in them. So if you draw a picture of a, of a treehouse, send that in too. I'd love to see your treehouse designs. They're one of the best things a kid can ever draw. I still draw designs for treehouses. I made a treehouse for my daughter Annabelle. She loves it, and my son Wesley. Anyway, draw a picture of a treehouse. Get up and climb into a tree. This week is all about trees. Good? Does that sound all right to you? It sounds very fantastic to me. And I'm going to give it back now to Counselor Ari, and they'll remind you about how to share your pictures with the Camp Adventure mailbag. Okay? All right, campers, I cannot wait to see you next week. Thanks, Ben, and thank you, campers, for joining us at Camp Adventure this week. We'd love to feature you and your fellow campers on our next episode. Share your camp space and all your weekly camp challenge creations on social media using hashtag AKBASummer or write to us at listen at a kids podcast about.com. Camp Adventure is written by Ben Tertine with help from the A Kids Podcast About team. Original music is by Hannah Glaver. Check out Hannah's albums at hannahglaver.bandcamp.com. The show is edited and produced by Matthew Winner, with help from me, Ari Mathay. Audio production is by Chad Michael Snavely and the team at Sound On Studios. Our executive producer is Jelani Memory. And this show was brought to you by a kids podcast about. Listen to our other podcasts made for kids just like you by visiting akidsbookabout.com. While you're there, be sure to check out Ben's book, a kid's book about adventure. See you back at Camp Adventure next week. Hi, I'm Matthew. I'm the head of audio at A Kids Co., and I also host A Kids Book About the Podcast, and worth noting. I just wanted to say thanks. Thanks for listening to our shows in your classroom or in your bedroom, over breakfast or over dinner, on your drive or on your downtime. No matter what you do between this listen and the next time you tune in, thanks. You're awesome. And it's because of kids like you that we get to make cool stuff like this. See ya.